Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Well, champion, welcome back to the podcast. I want to talk about uh, there's a lot of fear, and I'm not projecting this onto you. If you don't have this going on in your life, then you can probably just kind of listen casually. I would still listen because there's always great nuggets inside of the 8- to 10-minute podcast that's out there every day called the Everyday Saturday Podcast. But as I see a lot of fear, a lot of worry, a lot of anxiety in the world, um, I would really challenge you to go seek peace. And we all want peace, right? I mean, look, I'm the father of four daughters, and I'd be lying to you. I would be less than honest if I said I don't worry about my daughters. Uh, It's a different world in 2022 raising children in the digital age than it was when I grew up in the 70s and 80s. I mean, my God, I graduated high school in 1986. Now, thank God there were no cell phones available for all the shenanigans I was doing back in Bradford, PA. I mean, we were tapping kegs of Stroh's beer in the woods when I was 13. I mean, I'm not any, uh, of course I was. I was going to say I'm no altar boy, but then I was an altar boy at St. Bernard's Church for eight years. So go figure that. Um, But there's just a different vibe going on now in 2022. And even though we were tapping kegs in the woods at 13 and doing all crazy things, it just, it felt like a part of kind of touching the burner at the time. You know what I mean? Like just touching the burner, see if it's hot. Okay, I probably shouldn't do that much. And Trust me, my mom, uh, I hid a lot from her. She raised eight kids by herself. So by the time I came along, I mean, my God, she had me when she was turning 41. My dad left three months later. So she was just exhausted by the time I got to high school. I mean, imagine raising six boys, two daughters, and the youngest one comes around. And I did my best to make her proud. She always say, uh, uh, carry the Crowley banner high. Carry the Crowley banner high. Translation? If you ever embarrass me, I'll beat your ass. And that's the way I interpreted it. I think that's pretty close to what she meant by it. But there's fear and there's worry and there's anxiety. My mom suffered tremendously, majorly depressed, uh, alcoholic. It just, you know, she was in AA. You know, she joined AA when I was in eighth grade and she was there for a little while, kind of had some relapses, but she tried. She tried. And I never wanted to create that environment in my own home, like a lot of that fear, that worry, and that anxiety. And I failed. And my kids will tell you, you know, dad yelled and dad did this and did that. But I tried. And I think the best thing we can do as parents is when you have children to say, you did the best you could. You did the best you could. And so many times we were out there and we're thinking, oh, I fell so short today. Well, of course you did. We all fall short. (laughs) Only through God's grace are we giving are we given, you know, eternal life and your sins are already forgiven, yet we beat ourselves up? And I think that's a good segue into why I have so much peace now as I'm turning 54 in a couple of months is my peace is, is through Jesus Christ. Uh, there is no magic abracadabra genie that I worship, you know, that I look to or no formula. There's no 
advertising or any algorithm out there that's going to satisfy me. My faith in Jesus Christ is what gives me peace. And in the Christian faith, that's supposed to be it. Like That's supposed to be, that's all you need. Yet there's a lot of broke, depressed Christians out there that can quote their Bible. I mean, chapter and verse. I can't tell you how many Christians send me messages and say, hey, you quoted this verse wrong. I, you think I care? Do, do you think I really care that I quoted a Bible verse wrong? First of all, this is not a Bible quoting verse podcast. This is an everyday dad in Midwest United States doing the best he can to run a business and to run a family and to inspire people to launch their own million-dollar message. That's it. That's where it stops. Anything else, you get gravy. So if you get half of a Bible verse right from me, uh, consider yourself blessed. <laughs> okay. I mean, <laughs> And I think that's where we all get all caught up and that this wasn't perfect and that wasn't perfect. And if you're out there critiquing other individuals, hold a mirror up to yourself. All right? Because there is no shortage of judgment on the internet. And, uh, and I think, you know, as I talk to people, I, I do, I talk to people every day on the phone. I reach out through Facebook Messenger and I book phone calls. And inside of our Facebook group, I get people on phone calls. I want to hear what's going on because it makes me a better coach and a better mentor to individuals. If I can, there's a lot of people I can't help. I just say, look, I can't help. That's not my area of expertise. You know, the, you, the, you need to go back and get these things done prior to us working together because I can't fix what you got going on over there. All right. That's another profession. That's somebody else's expertise. When you're ready, come back. And I absolutely would love to work with you and launch your million dollar message for you and get your podcast going and all that good stuff. But the thing that holds a lot of people back is, well, you know, I, I'm not perfect and I've got this. And they start listing all of the flaws they have and it's financial and it's relationship wise and it's their their lack of, you know, fill in the blank, tech knowledge or anything like that. And all of a sudden, they're starting the laundry list of everything that they don't have. And that's the worst thing you can do in anything. I mean, if you're going into a relationship or you're dating and you, you know, you go out on the first date and you tell this individual sitting across from the table at dinner all your flaws and everything you got going wrong, you think there's going to be a second date? No. No, absolutely not. They're going to go, oh, hey, this was great. Thanks so much. Yeah, we'll be in touch. And you'll never, they'll ghost you, you know? And when you do that on the internet and you start doing that, it shows up. Your psychological triggers show up online. You know, all the things that you think you're not worthy of show up. And it's not a fake it till you make it. It's showing up authentically as yourself, as the best version of yourself, because that's the way you help people is you show up as the best version of yourself. If I were to record this podcast and start out every day telling you about all the woes that I have in my life, and I got them. Look, I got them, but you don't want to hear that. I mean, every now and again, we'll talk about challenges. I mean, the one thing that always comes to my mind is our daughter, Susan, that was born at one pound, spent 221 days in Children's Hospital, came home seven years ago. Believe that. She'll be eight years old in August. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus, for that. I mean, it's been, an, it's a, it's been just a testimony of faith, uh, my wife and I didn't sleep for three years, and I'm not even kidding. We'd be around the clock, bells going off on her ventilator, suctioning her trach. Her trach fell out. One night, uh, I won't even describe it. I'm not going to tell you about this stuff because it's not where It's just I was going to go in. I was just going to start listing everything, but I was going to share just the night. We had to rush her to children's at midnight, and it, there was blood everywhere in her crib. It was crazy, man. But those trials are in your life, so the celebrations can happen after. And we celebrate every single day with that little girl and our three older girls as well. 
The fact that my wife and I come from the backgrounds that we come from, and we're able to keep a marriage together 24 years and running, a lot of hard work there, okay, and learning and growing with each other, and that's what I do with my business. I learn every day, and 99% of the stuff I try doesn't work. I'm talking about Facebook ads and YouTube ads and editing videos, and I failed clients in the past, and I've made mistakes with them as well, but the overall aggregate, is really good, meaning the results I've gotten for clients and the results I've had in my own life. And that's all I try to do. And I try to show up as the best version of myself. If I showed up, I got a coaching call this morning at 11 a.m., brand new, kickoff call, new client. And if I show up on that call and I'm kind of down and I don't know, what do you think? No, the client's paying me good money to come to the call energized with great ideas for a high-level mastermind so they can launch their message and their podcast and start putting their footprint out on the world. But I have peace. I have peace with who I am. I have absolute 100% peace with who I am. And that is also incongruent with the thought that I'm always striving to do better. I want to be better than I was yesterday. And so do you, right? I mean, you don't want to show up today the same person you were yesterday, right? Unless yesterday was your Super Bowl and that's it. That's the greatest day you're ever going to have in your life. And we've all felt that. Like we have an amazing sales day or we go to a great concert with amazing friends. That was the greatest time ever. Well, that's good for that day, but today's a new day. And what are you going to do in your life or in your business and in your relationships to keep moving it along, to make every day at least attempt? And that's why I say every day is Saturday. You know, my goal, I know that not every day is going to feel like winning the Super Bowl, but the every day is Saturday brand is built so we can all celebrate micro wins in our life to be free. I'm a big fan of freedom, not a fan of having a job your entire life. I think everybody, I tell all my kids, like, it's funny because people say to me, I'm, it's, uh, you got a daughter graduating the University of Cincinnati. You got another daughter going to the uh, Miami of Ohio. She's going to be a Red Hawk, you know, going into her freshman year. I'm surprised that you allow your kids to go to college. Like, Excuse me? <laughs> what? These are adults. Your child turns 18. I tell them, here's my advice about college, is I tell my children, you're not coming out of there with 50 grand in debt uh, with a job that won't even pay you enough to pay back any of these loans or provide you an apartment or a home or a car. Your goal should be to own a home by age 25 and to not be in massive debt when you're coming out of college and be in a job that matches at that point in your life, because it's going to change, your passion is going to change, but what is your passion from age 22 to 30? Mine was sales. I didn't know that until I got into sales. Thank God I realized that I loved relationship building. Sales is great because no two days are the same. You can have the same sales call, like it goes, here's the steps and here's the script and here's what you do and all that, but no two clients are the same. You're dealing with so many personalities. I learned early on how to hear the word no in a lot of different languages, some of it vulgar, some of it not, and to not have any emotional attachment to that to keep saying, well, that was just a bad day for them. That's that's their issue they got to deal with. They took it out on me. I'm okay with that. I'm going to go on to the next sales call, and I'm going to do the same thing. And guess what? It's pretty darn good. Like the next sales call was always way better than that bad call and usually resulted in, a, in, a, in an amazing experience. But I have peace, and you need to have peace on who you are. You know, going for your dream doesn't need to be stressful. You don't have to worry about going broke or who's, what people are going to think about you and all that stuff. You need to have peace that you are created in the image of God himself. Do you think God would give you a dream so big 
so large and not give you the tools to fulfill that dream? Heck no. That would be cruel, you know? And I go back to Christians again. I'm telling you, I got, you hear me talk about it all the time on this podcast is that when I was saved in the Christian faith back in 2005, I was very humbled. I was bankrupt. I was broke. I was crying myself to sleep. I didn't know what the hell was going on in my life. I don't know how it spiraled so out of control. And I gave it all up to God. I said, this is it, man. I get it. Okay, you took this arrogant ass who's down here thinking he's got everything figured out in the corporate world. You humbled the crap out of him. I'm here, buddy. I'm, <laughs> I, got, I got the message loud and clear. Let's go. And then I got into the Christian faith, and I started volunteering at churches and all this stuff. And I kind of saw behind the scenes how the sausage was made. I mean, you want to know the most stressful time at a church? Volunteer during Christmas. Okay, volunteer between the day after Thanksgiving and Christmas Eve, and you'll see some of the stressed out, nastiest things going on behind the scenes. And then when the service happens, everything's amazing. You you got the worship, uh, you got the pastor, and the message is tight. Everything comes together. But it was very disconcerting. And I had had long conversations with my wife about this. I was like, man, people treat each other in the church so nasty. I mean, talking about each other behind their back, gossip, gossip, gossip. She's like, yep, well, that's, that's, we're all human. You know, the pastor's human. These are all human beings. And it hit me. Yeah, they are. You have to give them grace, but you don't have to accept that. You know, you don't have to accept that as, okay, well, that's just the way it's going to be. And you got to try to add value to that. And I have peace about that as well now. I don't judge churches. I don't judge everybody thinks the grass is greener. You hop from this church to that church to this church to that church thinking, well, I love this pastor and this worship. It ain't about you, man. It ain't about you. All right. It has nothing to do with you. God did not create the church for you. He created it so you could worship him. All right. And come together as a community. And we don't do that online at all. I mean, you know, you can create Facebook groups and communities out there. But again, you've got all the backstabbing and the gossip. And you have to have peace that you're showing up to add your part of the value to this equation because you will be dead by age 78, the mortality rate here in the United States. I know people die at a very young age as well. And some people live to 100 Mortality rate here in the U.S. is 78 years old. Are you really going to go to a job at 22, work till you're 65, and then leave 13 years left to be free? And what are you going to do between 65 and 78? You can't work out as well. You can't. I love the golf. I don't think I'll be carrying my own clubs. I hope I will when I'm 70 years old down the fairway. But a lot of things change, you know? And that's just the way life goes. And that's why that window that closes quickly, people don't realize it. It starts sliding downhill with your health and you can forget stuff. My God, I, I, sometimes I'll sit at the table with my wife, try to remember a name of somebody we just met three weeks ago. I can't, I'm like, what's going on? In my, it's, it's age. Sometimes that happens, you know? And I really want to challenge you to have this peace about your journey, to have this peace that all that worry and that fear and that anxiety, that's not from God. All right? That's stuff that you're ginning up, that the stuff going on around you and swirling around you, you're making a you know, situation happens and you give meaning to it and then you realize, oh, God, I jumped the gun. How many times have you done that? I got both hands in the air, you know, thinking the worst about somebody because they didn't reply to a text message fast enough or something along those lines. Have peace. Just try. Try it. All right. And if you're of the Christian faith, get into the word, you know, and I'm not a guy. I'm not a guy. I'd love to. I get up every morning. I get into the word. I do sometimes. Sometimes I don't. I've got God with me riding shotgun on this podcast right now. I feel the Holy Spirit moving me to share this message with you. I've got no script, no bullet points. I've been talking for 15 minutes now without anything in front of me to talk about. It's strictly, I mean, you know what I mean, like no notes in front of me. I think I got a lot to talk about, but it's strictly from the heart. And I think that's what makes this podcast work is that 
I'm in my car sharing what I feel will help the listeners. That's it. And I have peace about that. And some of the seeds that I plant on this podcast will land in fertile soil. Somebody that's ready to rock and roll and move forward in their life and work together with me one-on-one. Some will land on the rocks. You know, we'll never find a harvest. And some will take some time. I have 100% peace about that. 100%. So I just want to encourage you. Find peace in your life amongst all the turmoil, all the turbulence. That's never going to go away. It's, uh, you're always going to be in that season at some point. Some are going to be bigger than others. But just have peace about it because you're going to show up as the best version of yourself. All right? Let's do it. Let's have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.